Coming up, Cousin Sal and I are going to talk about Tom Brady taking the Patriots once again to the championship game in his conference. So it's he's on the Bucks. Oh, well. Well, we're going to talk about everything else. It's all next. This episode is brought to you by Honda. Honda is committed to achieving carbon neutrality by 2050. And the Prolog EV is their latest innovation in that journey. The Prolog is all the great things you expect from Honda in an EV. As an SUV, the Prolog comes with class-leading passenger space with intuitive features and clean, thoughtful design. The Prolog is more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside. LDA, 21 and up. We're also brought to you by TheRinger.com and The Ringer Podcast Network. New rewatchables coming Monday night. First Blood with Sly Stallone. Yeah, the first great modern action movie. We're going to explain why. It's me and Brian Koppelman. That's coming Monday night. Going on a little bit of an action movie run here in the rewatchables. Stay tuned for that. Coming up, round two. It was eventful. First, Pearl Jab. <laughs> All right, Sunday night, taping this a little bit earlier than usual. It's only 7.19 Pacific time, Sal. Usually we're taping at like 8.45. We bought ourselves 90 minutes here. I'm glad. I'm exhausted. I, we should have just taped after that Chiefs game. I was almost dead then. I can't, well, can't take it. <laughs> let's talk about that game first. That was not only the game of the day. Ugh. It was one of the gambling moments of the decade. The decade's pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it's called. It's either the Mahomes concussion game or the Chad Henney game. It's clearly something. It was a roller coaster ride. And for the people listening at home, everybody and their brother had the Chiefs in some sort of parlay or tease or something. And they're up five. And well, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but especially since it went down to like seven, seven and a half on FanDuel, right? It was 10 all week, went down to seven and a half. They have a lineman out, Clyde Edwards Alaire, who the hell cares? Not playing. And then you do, you have the license to tease it to down to one and a half or two or whatever it is. So go on. I'm sorry. I had a seven point tease with the Packers. I had a Packers, Bills, Chiefs parlay. I had Chiefs, Bucks in a thing. I Like everybody else, I had the Chiefs and everything. You just yeah. sprinkle them in. It's the old Sal method. I had. I think I've in. had it from the last three years somehow. I had this game on a teaser to finish out a teaser. But yeah, and we talked about, with Fandle had like a, Packers to beat the 
Chiefs in the Super Bowl or the Chiefs to beat the Packers. There were great odds on that. I, I just had it everywhere and, and really just a stroke watching that game. Well, so you get the the gift of all time in the second quarter where Higgins is about to score mm-hmm. and the, the, he fumbles it out of the end zone. It, it, it was the worst moment by a Brown about to go into the end zone. In the Oof. history of the Browns. Oh, no, wait. It was no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Browns fans. Very, but, uh, very Brownsish. Very Brownsish. Yeah. So they basically give back seven points. So when that happens, you think like, well, you do that against the Chiefs, you're dead. 19 right. to three, start of the second half. I miss this. I was peeing. Uh, come <laughs> back and, and the Chiefs are celebrating. They've gotten a pick. And now they're yeah. inside the 20. They're up 16. The game's over. This is it. They're, it's like how they many kick points a field they goal score? instead of a touchdown there. Yeah. But still 19-3. All right, two scores if you get the two-point conversions, but it's not happening. But, well, they then they missed the field goal. So now it's 19-3. to three, Right. And you're like, oh, wait a second. And then fast forward to third and short. You and I were texting about this. We we're fighting about it. I, Mahomes was already hurt. He was limping around. He looked unhappy. He either yeah. had plantar fasciitis or a broken big toe. I didn't know what was going on, but he's clearly compromised. So third and short, they do this weird rollout play with him that is basically designed to get him hit if he keeps it. Yeah. And and he's down and he's woozy. And the announcers fall into that awkward thing where it's like that dude's concussed, but nobody can say it. And Nance is like, whoa, he's, he doesn't know where he is. And it's it's just so awkward right now in the concussion era. Yeah. At you and the thing is, well, now Jake Glazer after the game here, after this game, was saying that he's in concussion protocol, but it's just as likely that he was choked out. If you watch, it was like a dirty play, and so now we're now we got some MMA stuff going. And just as he was about to get to his, it did look like he was kind of put out, like choked out, as much as it was concussion. Because if you watch the hit, wasn't helmet to helmet. Maybe it was helmet to cold ground. Um, that could have been it, but. To, to say that he was choked out, my God, that is something different and would, would help his cause for playing next week, which we all know he's playing next week. So, so it was almost like whiplash because I, I, it yes. didn't seem like his head actually hit anything. But, you know, as you said, it was such a, it was such kind of a dirty play, which of course they didn't legislate, even though they called 15 right. touchy whatevers. But um, that that's one of the things I hate about the third and short. When you're, when you're exposing your QB to stuff like that, you're also exposing them to all these crazy dudes on the defense who are like, oh, cool. Right. Here's my free shot at Mahomes. I just didn't feel like they needed to do it. So I anyway, know, he, but he's a, he's so successful running the ball. He I really get it. is. I, is he just going to be one of those quarterbacks? I know he was hurt last year because he did the quarterback sneak, and the, that was a fluke thing too. But, yeah, I get it that he's a target. But it's such a, you know, when he ran for the touchdown, no one cared from the one-yard line. Like, they, that was the play. They right have there. two unstoppable plays, though. They have the play that they ran to win the game, which we'll get to in a second, which is basically like Tyreek Hill is the fastest human uh. being on the earth. If we need to get him a quick pass for a fourth and one, it's there every time. Or they have the third third and short play action to Kelsey over the middle, which is the most unstoppable play right. in football. That's why I didn't like it. So anyway, he goes out, and when he does the wobble, mm. you know, he almost would have been better off just staying down, right? If he stayed down for like a minute, then it's like, oh, what happened? He hurt his foot. That's but what I'm saying. He's, like, yeah, he's stay on down, Queer Street. Grab your foot, stare at your leg a little bit or or whatever. Yeah, but as soon as you take him out and then, yeah, that's, the announcers were all over it. Like, that's it. He can't He can't come back. With If Lamar's not coming back from yesterday, he can't come back this game. Well, ironically, it was the Chiefs. This was the first time this ever happened in a playoff game where it was, it was Chiefs-Colts. I can't remember how many years ago. It was at least six or seven. And uh, it was that big 
Oh, the that comeback, big comeback game, game oh, against yeah, yeah, the yeah. Chiefs. Yeah, right. Jamal Charles went out, remember? And he right. was clearly concussed. And this was right as we were reevaluating how we felt felt about concussions during football. And that was the first time I remember thinking, like, they mm-hmm. can't bring him back in. He has a concussion. Like, we've just litigated this for the past year. And they yeah. scratched him. And it was one of the reasons the Colts came back. So now, all these years later, it was clear he wasn't coming back. So then it's like, Chad Henney. I looked up football reference. He was five, <laughs> five and 22 in his last 27 starts. He hadn't won uh, a game since 2013. How were you feeling with all your money on the chiefs at this point and Chad Henney driving the uh, car? I didn't feel great. Obviously you don't want to get it down to 22, 17 with the Browns with the ball. Right. So I was yeah. like, okay, he needs to make one or two big plays. And I felt better about it this week and this year, better than I have in years past. When you see guys like Wolford and Tyler Heineke and, and other guys who've never heard of step up. I'm like, Chad Henney, he's taken some snaps. He played week 17. He's still got all these, you know, stars around them. Tyree kill. You and I were going crazy. Like Tyree kill. Why isn't he in the backfield? Pitch yeah. it to him. Let him do an end around and stay in bounds. Key is to stay in bounds. And, uh, and then it was a crazy thing. He took a, they took a penalty, a bad penalty, and then they throw long. And even the penalty gets him to the 38 yard line, which yeah. a field goal would have put him up eight. And he throws long and he throws, he throws a punt five yards into the end zones. Like, it, it holy was, shit, this is it a toss wasn't up even game close. Now. It was like yeah. one of your son's flag football games where the quarterback yeah. just is, ah, fuck it. He just wings it. It was oh, bad. Man. Yeah, that was sad. And then it's like, all right, then now, well, if you, you want to set up the ending, I mean, that was, um, and then the, then the Browns punt to the chiefs, which I didn't think was terrible. I heard some chiefs fans like, thank you. That's all we needed. Like, well, your quarterback just threw one of the worst interceptions we ever saw. And there's like over four minutes left. Like I, I don't mind giving it back there. Um, you still have to get a couple first downs, but I was really proud of, I was on a text chain. I'm sure you went other text chains, but me, you house and hench run a text chain. All of us had yeah. the chiefs. And we were talking about it in past tense. Like we already lost, like this is the worst <laughs> loss of the year. Never going to recover. I can't believe it. I, this is happens once a decade, a game like this. Right. And I almost feel like we willed the Browns to fuck up that series when it seemed like I, I, on the one hand, I was comfortable because what were they? They had to go 70 yards. There's four minutes left. They're taking forever. Baker right. at one point took 40 seconds between plays. There's no urgency at all. And it becomes clear a little like what we would saw with new Orleans in the next game. Like, you know, they need to methodically go down the field. They had an 18 play drive earlier in the game. So that was the one mm-hmm. thing I was excited about. But then when the chiefs got the ball back, you're Ugh. just running through all the terrible Henny scenarios, right? Like he screws up a handoff, uh, pass gets tipped, mistiming off of Hill's hands, all that stuff. But I'm with, right. we were saying like, just send Hill left and right back and forth for fake reverses or reverses. He's like Steph Curry. When he's moving, the whole defense freaks out. Yeah, some so kind of going? decoy. He could always just outlet into a pass uh, formation or some or a route or. So, but yeah, just get him involved somehow, right? Uh, and and then and then that third and fourteen play. Where oh he my goes god! Well, what was it? There was a bad quarters. call first, right? What was it? What was the crackback block? It was that a crackback. It was close. If you look at the textbook, like if you look up the definition, it, it is really close. And uh, you know the Chiefs were lucky. Like Miles Garrett wasn't in there the whole game. I don't know what was going on there, but. They were lucky, and they took advantage of that, obviously, when Mahomes is in there. But that third and fourth, yeah, so that crackback. No, the crackback was the previous drive. That was was the other pick, because I took that note. So it was crackback block, Penny, terrible, Henny, terrible pick. Right. So what was the other one that brought him back? The other one was some sort of dumb whatever, and it's third and 14. And 
I thought they were going to hand off because you're doing the math and you're just like, just, just, just punt. Baker's got to go 80 yards, make him do it. He's right. We, I don't think he can do it with Higgins and Landry and, and Njoku. It's and not he drops happening. back to drops back to pass. So now they're yeah. going to give him time on the clock. My God, they're going to bet a part of two minutes, but no, then he takes off. It's like, okay, smart. He'll go for three yards and then they'll punt. And then he ends up a half a yard short Romo and everyone screaming. I have to say it was probably the best Romo call even though he was wrong twice in a row, he was wrong yeah. about it being a first down. I'm like, ah, eh, something's down an elbow and knee. Something is down here. I know it is. They're short. And then he was wrong about the fourth and one that they were going to snap it. And I think everybody in the world was wrong about that. They were going to snap it except for Andy Reid. They did something on that play that I've been dying to see a team try for my entire life. And they finally did it. They went up to the line. Mm. And Romo's like, oh, they're just trying to draw him off sides. Look at the body and he did the He did the hard yep. count. There's like 12 seconds left. Everybody relaxes. And Romo literally says, like, oh, look at the body language. They're not running a play. Yeah. And they didn't run it at the one second. They ran it at like six seconds. It was like six or five seconds. And it, it was, was like, like it, that was, it was one of like eight the, things wrong with this thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're playing possum. And their thinking was like, if they're just on their heels for a split second, and Tyreek gets a head start on that little slant play that they run every time they need a yard. Yeah. That might be the split second. So he does it. But then Henny has to complete the pass. Yeah. Did you think he was going to complete the pass? Because I, I, I was I think I was still in shock when they snapped <laughs> it. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. This is uh Bill Belichick arrogance. This is this dwarfs it. Like, I can't believe this is the backup in shotgun. You're not even gonna try to draw them off sides, you're in shotgun. And not even a great attempt to draw them offside. So there was none there. And then to snap it on five, if it's, I mean, honestly, like we're, you and I, and we're all arguing about Andy Reid not being a Hall of Fame coach after this. If that, <laughs> oh, God. If they, even if that gets dropped or whatever, like what the hell did he do there? He left more time for him. He, he could easily punt. Baker would have had, what, a minute 20 to go 80? Minute or, 20, uh, no timeouts. He would have had yeah. to go 80 to 90 yards. Instead, he would have had it at midfield. I would have taken that. Yeah. And then he catches the ball and they, and they go and Romo goes nuts and they all go crazy. And we were going, we were ballistic. But you know, it made me think, I don't know if he does that if they've never won a Super Bowl. Mm. And I know they talk about how, oh, Andy's so ballsy. If you've never won a Super Bowl, you're probably not doing that. But I was thinking like, he's at the point in his life now, right? Where he wins it. He takes this giant monkey off his back. And it's like when, when you're on a family vacation, when you're a kid, and your dad splurges and you're staying in a nice hotel and he's already like gone too far. And then it's like, Hey dad, can we go to the nice race? He's like, ah, fuck it. Like he's just, mm. he's already so far down the road with, right. with whatever. And he's just like, fuck it. You know? And I think Andy's at the fuck it point of his career. I didn't career. get that. My father, we'd go to Hershey, Pennsylvania, <laughs> sleep, and sleep in the car every sleep summer. Sleep in so Yeah. Yeah. Andy, well, I think, I mean, look at Belichick. Like he took more chances after you won one, two, three, four Super Bowl, right? Like it didn't, oh, yeah. didn't matter as much. It was gravy, but he did treat that. At least he had Brady, like retreated it as if Mahomes was back there, right? Like he ran every play was called as if Mahomes was the quarterback there. It's unbelievable. A, it was unbelievable. an unbelievable playoff game. And then we tie into, you know, the Browns piece of this where, yeah. you know, this is a tortured franchise. LeBron winning in 2016 removes the torture slightly, but the, still the Browns haven't won in forever. It looked like for a split second here when the, when the, the drive where the Browns ended up punting and you're doing mm -hmm. the math and you're thinking like, man, if they score, there's no way Henny's going to be able to go 60 yards for a field goal. The Browns are going to play the bills in the AFC yeah. title game. And there was about 40 <laughs> seconds there when my brain broke. 
I'm trying to think like Browns Bills. What <laughs> it's like the baggage bowl. Can you imagine that? The two fan bases with it. It's almost like we would have had a tie for seven overtimes. As as yeah. But they'd I, also would have had to let all the fans in the stadium. Like, all right, I get it. This yeah. is a super, this is a super, <laughs> it's a super spreader, spreader event that we're going to, we got the inauguration and we got this, and then we'll go back to being responsible, but everybody's invited to this. Yeah. I, I went at it with a few Browns fans. I'm like, oh, come on. You wouldn't want to win like this against a backup quarterback. And then last week, a bit, the bad snap over this day. And they're like, fuck you. We've been through shit for the last time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, all right, fine. Drop that Yeah. But you're right. The ball, the and and all said and done, fumbling the ball through the end zone was the difference. Like if that if that gets called helmet to helmet, like it should have been. Who is it? Sorensen. Yeah. You can't you can't review that. I guess I don't know why you can't review if safety is the main um, focus here. I'm not sure why you can't review helmet we, to helmet. We've lost our mind with instant replay. Like the yeah. NBA spends five minutes at the end of every game reviewing a block or a charge, and yet right. seven other things can't be reviewed. And right. the NFL. They review all this dumb shit and then and I've these helmet to helmet hits can't be challenged. Yeah. I, when I, I don't like think- the fumble through the end zone anyway. Like to me, that's way too big a penalty to make it a touchback or when it touches the pylon and the guy drops. All right, it. I've heard this case. So what so what should it be then? What should I don't happen? Know. I, it, all I know is a, a field goal kicker could hit both uprights and the crossbar and uh, and six times and it could go through and you get three points. But you accidentally drop a ball through the end zone on a bang bang play and I don't know, 20 yard penalty, 25 yard penalty. Get it at your 20, get it at the 25 penalty. I like it. I, that's one you of like my favorite rules. Back. I like how really? mad it makes people every time. It's been a rule forever. I remember with the Patriots, the, the year champ Bailey returned it all the way, mm-hmm. uh, pick six and God, the tight end Watson, Ben Watson came all the way across and hit right. him right as he was about to score. And the ball went diagonally and they looked at it for 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, touchback, touchback. <laughs> it's uh, fun. Ended up not getting it. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I will say when I was thinking about that Bills Browns AFC title game for that 40 seconds when my brain broke, mm-hmm. where I landed was that I had a strange sense of comfort because it seemed too improbable that those two teams would play for a Super Bowl bid. And I actually felt like it was good for the Chiefs. I was like, really? this is Bills Browns is too weird. It can't happen. <laughs> That's too yeah, weird of a thing. I um, didn't think I was what I was thinking of is uh, how I'm going to ask you to borrow money. I mean, I was like, how are the chiefs going <laughs> to, what am I going to do? If it's I was just, uh, just tell this me, I'll, terrible. I'll, I'll, I'm always there for you. Thank you. So man. a couple other weird things. Yeah. The Browns were down 19 to nine and went for one. Still can't yeah. figure that one out. They made it 19, 10 instead of, I don't, I don't know to be down nine versus 10. Like, like why not try to be down eight? You're playing the chiefs. Mahomes yeah. isn't out of the game yet. I thought that was weird. So of course if you ever back have an him. opportunity to get bonus points against the chiefs, I know the counter to that is, well, they weren't done scoring. Well, guess what? I mean, they basically were. So yeah, get as many points as you possibly can against. That's them. another case where the analytics, I don't care what they say, or it's like, yeah. oh, 5% uh, smart right. tech. No, it's like, yeah. no, you're playing the chiefs. You need every point. And if you're down two scores, that's mm-hmm. bad. So then they fall down 22-10. They need two touchdowns. Yeah. If they had gotten the two-point, they would have been at 11. Uh, yep. Baker, his stats didn't reflect any threw a bad pick. But for the most part, I thought he was really impressive. I thought he was impressive last week. And I went from thinking he was Case Keenum to now thinking, you know, there's something there. And you think, like, they didn't have Odell, who was their big meal ticket guy. Higgins emerged into whatever he emerged. He did, looked like Michael Irvin by uh, halftime yeah. in this game. And then Landry, and it's like, me, you know, maybe maybe Baker is the guy. 
I was going to ask you this. Uh, take the rookies out of it. Which two, if this is Casey Kasem's top 40, which, which two quarterbacks shot most up the charts in your eyes? I think Josh Allen has to be one because his completion percentage, he was a different quarterback the last two years, showed signs of brilliance, but now he's in the top three or four. So I think he has to be one. Is Baker number two? Jameis. <laughs> Jameis was perfect today. He really was. He's the best well, quarterback in the game. We'll get to was, him in a second. Yeah, I would say Baker. The thing with, with Cleveland and Baker is that it's at least something now. Before, it right. was like, what do they do if, if it looks like it, you know, it looked these first seven weeks like yeah what do you do you're in that same darnold jets thing but now you know i i think he's a real leader too i really think uh i think the energy that he brings play to play series to series is mm -hmm. i don't know hey you could feel I, it last I think we week, give him more crap than we do well first of all there was all the stuff is the chugging the beer when when they're on a losing team and there's you know the, 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 whatever the, the, the cheesecake factory thing was a fun story, but the fact that he's in every commercial, I think begs us to uh, demand more of him. Right. It's like, I don't want to see you all the time. If you're just as good as me at throwing the ball, but he's, um, he's, he's stepped it up this year. Yeah. I the agree. fact that he's in every commercial and Deshaun Watson, who's going to get traded for like five first round picks is yeah. zero. It's kind of, right. kind of telling, but yeah, I think it was salvageable. I have a Chad Henney story before we finish this game. Right. Can you believe I have a Chad Henney story? I, uh, I'd have to hear it. What is, is this? Is parent corner? No. <laughs> oh, okay. so house and I, for the Super Bowl that was in Miami, the Patriots weren't in it. It was, it was, it was 2010 range. I didn't stay for the game. I can't remember who was playing. It was the year before was it Saints Colts. I think it was Saints Colts. Yeah, yeah. I didn't stay for it. Right. Um, the games at Miami, whatever Super Bowl that was. And we do this thing with Audi. Mm -hmm. that uh that our friend lewis k hooked us up with where you have to drive this audi oh, diesel yeah. car from dc to miami and we're in with like there are all these was that 10 years ago it was at that? least 10 years ago jesus christ chad henney was one of the celebrities and the goal was like can you drive this car all the way there with i forget what the rules were so I remember this yeah so house and i were we were like we want to win this thing we're trying to raise money for charity um, and by the time we get to like, I don't know, w one of the Carolinas, we're like, fuck it. We, if we get to Miami, it'll be 10 o'clock. We'll be able to go to parties. So we floor it. I try, we don't care about winning. Chad Henney was determined to win, went 55 miles an hour the entire way with his radio off and the air conditioning off, drove with his wife. It took him like 14 hours and he what? was going like 54 miles an hour and he ends up winning it. And we wow. were like kind of like weirdly respected it. But at the same time, it was like, wow, that's pretty fucking boring to drive 14 hours, no radio, no air yeah. conditioning. And I, and house and I were texting during this thing where it's like, oh man, Chad Henney, 55 mile an hour, Chad, <laughs> our bets in his hands. And then the fourth and short 55 mile an hour, Chad came through. He almost beat you again. Yeah. Wow. That is insane. That, that so anyway. was his most notable accomplishment before today. Good job by you. Not Chad everyone Henry. has a Chad Henney story. He's <laughs> he's been in the league 13 years. That's amazing. That's uh, amazing. You know what else was amazing? The end of uh the end of Drew Brees' career. We're gonna get to that after this break. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. 
you know, I'll mess around with some other ones. But for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay, that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. Uh, all right, the Breeze funeral. You could see this coming all year. Mm-hmm. Hey, what was shocking was Buck and Aikman, who I think have done a bunch of Saints games, and they they're just refusing to admit how bad the quarterbacks were in this game. Brady was either a C minus or a D plus where he finished. He he was missing guys the whole game. But mm-hmm. Breeze couldn't hit anyone more than eight yards down the field, which he's been like all year. And there's a million stats about how they can't throw deep. And two hours into the game, the Bucks just move everyone up. Mm-hmm. It was like they realized, oh shit, what if we just move everyone up? And that's it. Kamara can't run the ball anymore. There's guys everywhere, and Breeze ends up with a pretty ignominious ending. Do you feel bad for Drew Brees today? I did. And I, I think with the, with the announcers specifically with Drew Brees, I think they knew this was his last game in the Superdome if he lost. And they're like, I think they'd get a whisper of, Hey, be careful with Drew. This is his retirement party. Uh, if we're going to give him a gold watch, let's not smack him in the face with it. You know, let's just be careful. And I think that's what it was. And until the second or third, I mean, God, that was so towards the end of the third quarter, both quarterbacks were hovering around a hundred yards. Like what? It would come on. We, we, and like four yards of pass. Yeah. It was really rough. Yeah. It was that seven for 13 for 60 yards. It was all that. Remember breeze was like 22 attempts for 99 yards at one point they flashed that graphic it wasn't yeah. even have five five of and his outlet pass was to alvin kamara we talked about this yesterday when we were discussing which teasers to make and stuff like i don't know kamara had 17 targets in the two games against tampa bay he really ate them up he ate the linebackers up and devin white coming back was huge like they shut kamara out like on the receiving end i think he ran for 85 but only caught uh 20 yards worth the passes, but you're right. And Michael Thomas just gone. I'd love to know what happened to that guy. That is the biggest question mark of the playoffs right now. And and the the playoffs, the the whole season, this guy, this guy had 160 catches last year. Disappeared altogether. And it reminded me of, uh, remember that year, Chris Johnson rushed for like 2,300 yards. And then two years later, he was like on the jets. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, what happened to that guy? That guy was the best running back in the league. Yeah. It, Thomas was the best receiver in the league and that, and he was invisible today. And not only invisible, but it's not even like they usually these, these monster receivers, you force the ball to them and all right, if you get a pick that way, it's one thing, but didn't even really look his way that much. No. And, he, and Thomas's body language is terrible too. Yeah. 
It seems like that was a rocky relationship the whole year. I wonder, like, you know, clearly they'll trade him. I bet this offseason would be my guess. Oh, he's unless, yeah, I think he's got to be gone. Unless there's some sort of Jameis thing. But I, I you would have thought, like, he was two first-round picks minimum in a trade, and now I don't even know if he's a first-round pick. Right. He's so bad this season. So the Breeze thing, you had a feeling this was going to come down to which quarterback was going to screw up. Mm-hmm. Whether it was going to be a fumble and a sack, a bad pick, um, whatever, and it was finally Breeze. But Brady missed, you know, this this Bucks offense, and I like the Bucks. I bet on them to win the Super Bowl, but I think they have real flaws, right? Special teams is mm-hmm. a flaw. Um, that game management, dumb penalties, stuff like that. And they if they're not getting like that, the one or two explosive play per half. It just seems choppy all the time. Like how many bad third and fives, third and fours, third and ones where the Brady's looking in disbelief because the guy went the wrong way or, you know, he throws to Gronk, but Gronk's completely covered and it just right. feels disjointed. And they just got so much energy from those breeze plays that, you know, it, in a weird way, it, it puts some wind in their sails, but I'm still not sold on their offense. Are you? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I know how you're playing this and I recommend you did the right thing. You bet Tampa Bay big today and you better bet them again next week, even though we know green Bay is better because this is just going to tear your heart out. If Tom Brady goes to the super bowl and I can tell by our text exchange, you are really looking for every little thing to kill Tom Brady. And the fact that he beat a team that he lost to twice badly isn't enough for you. Are you like, has he even thrown a good ball today? I was like, oh, I can't wait for this. This coming on the heels of a 30-point uh, Celtics loss. This is going to be a rough day for you. I'm, I'm like but- Carrie Bradshaw after Mr. Big <laughs> met Bridget Moynihan. I'm just bitter. Yes. She's so obvious. cute. <laughs> but I hope he, she does. But you're right. He didn't. He didn't have to do much because they gave him great field position. He had 199 yards, 18 for 33. And uh, I think Brait was their leading receiver with 50 yards. So I don't know what's going to be. Um, they crushed Green Bay. You will obviously guess the line later, but um, you you can't feel great about Tampa Bay uh, other than they got the monkey off their back with the the, the New Orleans matchup. But there was a I'm moment in the first half where I just felt like they were the better team. They didn't play well and they mm-hmm. hung around. And the guys were three guys on every tackle and stuff like that. And they really felt like they had the eye of the tiger. They also caught a couple of breaks though. I think, sure. I think they really missed Taysom Hill today. You know, everybody shits on Taysom Hill for like the four plays where he gets shoehorned in on these third and ones or in the red zone, stuff like that. But half the time those plays work and they missed that. And they, and then Harris going out was a murderer because that yeah. guy's an electric, terrifying special teamer. And I was to just take him out it. sucked. With the yeah, with the degenerate trifecta, I was like, if Taysom Hill is in, forget about the Jameis stuff. All right, Jameis should be in. He should be in over Breeze. It's fun to say, but if Taysom Hill is in, just in his regular offensive packages, do they win the game? I bet. I bet they come close. I bet they cut down on a couple uh, errors and they, you know, they convert a third and seven that Drew wasn't able to. I think so. If Belichick was the coach here, here we go. I just don't. I think I don't think Breeze plays this game. Really? Wow. I think he would have cut cut uh cut the cord <laughs> with him at this his point. His last game in the Super Bowl. No, I, I think he would have cut the cord weeks ago. I think post broken uh, ribs. I I just don't think that he would have brought him back. And yeah. You know, the dude had 11 cracked ribs. He's old. Sure. He, yeah. he the the thing that was really noticeable for me since he came back was the the light wasn't in his eye. He, mm. 
he really looked like he he looked like a boxer who was in the last three rounds of a really grueling fight who just was like, I just get me in the 15th round. That's why um, he has the eye black underneath, right? So <laughs> maybe, the, maybe eyes, that is. The, the lights in his eye indoors. Yeah. But you know, like Breeze used to be like very Mayfieldy. He used to be like high energy, like right. very charismatic. And the guy mm -hmm. this year just looked like an old guy who was hanging on. And I don't know. I, I think you can sense that if you're the Bucks. You know, yeah. you, you were like, this guy, this guy's banged up. It was a little like what Manning was like that last year in Denver where he was hanging sure. on, you know, and we see this sometimes and it's sad. This is the, the breeze today is, you know, this breeze will fade away. It's it had nothing resembling the guy from seven, eight years ago. No, for sure. And you know, when they bring in the backup to throw the long pass, which should have been obvious, I don't, can't believe Tampa got beat on that. Anytime yeah, you is split that even a count as a trick one, play? What no, is that? it shouldn't be. It's not a trick, no trick <laughs> in it. Right. Like, uh, just put some, drop the safeties back when that happens, when Hill's in and when Winston's in on the, on a running a pass route, um, theoretically, but, um, yeah, he's going to throw the ball, but, uh, yeah, I I agree with the the breeze thing. They weren't they weren't afraid to throw a long. Emmanuel Sanders was good for him for the thirteen yard turnaround um out route, but other than that, it, it wasn't pretty for him going deep downfield. The star of the game was Fournette. Yeah, he playoff, really was. Playoff Lenny was was awesome. He's going to be playing himself into a fifty million dollar contract from somebody. But he, the he fact that he was catching the ball, he out Camarad Camara. I thought, yeah, he yeah, did, he did that. yeah, because they ran like the three or four Gronk plays. All staples from the Patriots era. I've seen them mm -hmm. all a million times. None, two of them were almost caught. One was overthrown. Whatever. Uh, they tried to get Brown involved, couldn't get him. They tried Evans deep, never happened. Godwin mm -hmm. was all short stuff, and then the one long one was Scotty Miller, which Brady underthrew. Fournette right. was the Fournette was the the guy. Yeah, 107 I, total yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Hard needed yards him. though. Not. I didn't feel like they were you know wide open holes, anything like that. I thought some of the catches he made. Um, good. going forward, I'm trying to think, can this Bucks team do this two more times when they're this sloppy? Cause week after week, Brady never seems completely on. He always mm -hmm. seems a little uncomfortable. They can run the ball, but not, you know, not like a, like a Derrick Henry, Tennessee level, but they can move the chains, but I wouldn't mm -hmm. say they were an awesome running team. Um, defensively they're fine. I don't think they're amazing. Like those picks today were really bad and special teams a little shaky. I, I find it hard to believe they can do this in Lambo next week. I find it. Yeah, that, well, that's the tough one, right? Like, cause we've seen the chiefs who haven't covered They've won. Obviously this was a special game cause Mahomes wasn't in, but it's now been two months since they've blown out a, an opponent, the bills, arguably the luckiest team to be there. Very good, but really kind of fell apart on a lot of different levels. I know we're going to get a lot of shit from fans, but, uh, you know, lucky and happy. I mean, uh, you have to think like, you know, Josh Allen and Rogers was salivating watching these games today, right? Like this is, Oh, this is perfect that we need the Browns. How do we just miss out on the Browns? If you're Josh Allen and Rogers is like, yeah, I'll take either of these teams. But yeah, next week is a tough one. Despite the fact that they crushed green Bay earlier in the year. Yeah. House was furious at Lamar. <laughs> I don't know why he put the Ravens in a tease, but he was trying to count up all the round two quarterbacks who were better than Lamar and including backups and Chad Henney <laughs> and wide receivers who have thrown passes. And the guy who's the guy Huntley who replaced Huntley Lamar was, was actually Utah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I Rogers in that Rams game, I saw everything I wanted to see in that game because golf was, we might as well go to that game. Now golf was better than, 
I think anyone expected. I thought Goff was single-handedly going to lose that game, and he was fine. He didn't make any plays with his legs, but he made some good throws. Yeah, I think you texted, Goff looks terrified. And then like a minute later, Goff is no longer terrified. <laughs> right. I mean, he, was like, he was like 21 for 27, six incompletions, and I think three of them were on that last drive. So he had half his, his miscues on the last drive. He kept them in that game. It was weird, but you're right. Rodgers is just... It's similar to the Chiefs offense. It's just a little, it's not as flashy, but it's just as in control and can strike quickly and you just wait for shit to open up. And he's just so damn good. It really didn't matter with Jalen Ramsey out there. Now I agree. Aaron Donald, if you saw the gear he was wearing, like it was, oh, that yeah. was Terminator. Did you see the Jay Glazer thing? It looked like yeah. he was fighting in Iraq with the, I, I, the, <laughs> that vest. He could barely hold it up. He's like, this thing weighs like 77 pounds. I don't know how I'm going to do this. But um, yeah, so it wasn't the Rams defense that we were accustomed to, but still the Rams defense. And they could have scored in the mid 40s. Like Lazard dropped the pass. That last job um, drive stalled purposely. So that they can run the clock out. So and Jones Packers seemed are, like are Jones was solid. like a hair away from breaking like three runs too. They yeah, were the right. better team the whole game. For you, sure. I think there's a world if if Goff was healthy, if Donald was 100, percent and if Cup was playing, I think that would have been a good game. I don't I think agree. the I don't think the Rams would have won, but um, I thought that was a suspicious line. I thought, you know, I was thinking about it because the manifesto. Mm. which has been very successful million dollar picks and five and oh my big bets in these playoffs mm. the manifesto one of the staples of the manifesto since the late 1990s was don't overreact to the previous round right it feels like there was some unbelievable overreacting with some of the lines like that browns line for that to dip to eight i thought was incredible granted they covered but i, I just couldn't believe that the chiefs it, yeah. it was down to seven and a half in their home and they had mahomes and a lot of rest the uh, the Ravens Bills. I yeah. have no idea why that went under three. I mm, just don't understand it. Lamar's put up twenty points the week before. Wasn't like they were like lights out. People were like Lamar, here he is. It was like really is he here? And then uh, that Rams line. I don't understand it. I don't know why that. Why weren't the Packers favored by seven and a half eight? I think that should be higher. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, especially when they don't name the quarterback until Friday. Like, are we going to go with the guy who was carted off by an ambulance or the one playing with like a, a half a thumb? Or are we going to activate like Blake Bortles here, which I think they did. But yeah, it was not looking good for the uh, for the Rams. And and you think if they shut down Cam Akers, which, you know, he didn't have 160 yards. He had 90. Like that, He was that's good, it. though. Yeah. That, I thought he was really good in that game. Um, He's good, but their defense steps up like that. Kenny Clark, Zadarius Smith, very underrated uh, Packers defense. I think we're looking at now. Totally. It's a tough one for the Rams because I do think there's a world if you played this season 10 times where they, they could have won a Super Bowl in one of the 10 times they, mm -hmm. you know, they had some bad luck injuries at a bad time. I don't think they, you know, we'll see what happens with Goff. He certainly was a little bit better than maybe, um, Maybe uh, we were all expecting in that game, but for the most part, to have that kind of money committed to somebody who McVay clearly doesn't one hundred percent believe in. Plus, they traded the picks for Ramsey, and yeah, um, right. this was kind of it had to be this year or next year, basically for them with all the investments they made. You know, yeah. Well, they might be close. I mean, that that division is always tough. That that's what's weird about that division. Like that's um, that, it kind of collapsed on us, right? San Francisco with the injuries, totally. Arizona, Kyler Murray. I don't, I don't know if he's also injured or whatever, but the offense is um, left a lot to be desired in that last quarter. Well, now we have Brady Rogers, which feels like destiny, right? So and uh, my dad and I were talking yesterday. 
we watched Brady for 20 years. I watch every Patriots game. And my dad was like, how many times did we play Rodgers? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. You could tell me two. You could tell me four. Mm-hmm. You could tell me zero. Like, I, I don't remember any Brady Rodgers game. I'm sure they happened. But if it did happen, it wasn't yeah, a signature game. But now it's the first time in the playoffs. This will be it. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, it's very exciting. It's what everybody wanted, right? It's weird that they did it as a five seed, but they beat up on the NFC East team, and then they're like, we're going to avenge our loss against the Saints, and now it's, uh, yeah, it's like uh, Rodgers is a young buck now against Brady. Who are you going to root for? Forget betting. Who, who are you going to root for? If you had no money at stake, what's what's the more fun storyline? Tampa going to the Super Bowl or Rodgers? Rodgers Mahomes. I think... Uh, how, how can I say no money at stake? I mean, I want you to be upset, so I'd want Brady to go to the <laughs> Super Bowl. But I, I I think that they're considerably better, the Packers, so that's where my money's going. I think it's the only bet to make next week. Mm. Well, let's take a, we'll take a break, and then we'll, we'll talk Bills-Ravens quickly in sure. that AFC matchup. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe Spring. On the way, warmer temperatures, more time outside, more time away from your home. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you're doing what you can to protect your place and get a Simply Safe home security system, comprehensive protection for your whole home, a great way to keep you and your loved ones safe. What if you're going out for Easter for six hours? You don't think the burglars are going to figure that out? That y'all, y'all packed up your car at like 1130 on Easter and you drove off somewhere? Yeah, all they need is an hour. I'm not the only one singing Simply Safe's praises. Simply Safe, named best home security system in 2024 by US News and World Report, recognized for the best customer service in home security by Newsweek. Protect your home today. I use Simply Safe and love it. My listeners get a special 20% off any new Simply Safe system when they sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/bs. Don't wait. That is simplysafe.com/bs. All right, Ravens Bills. Tucker hits both uprights. When they <laughs> hits the second upright, you're like, there's no way they can win now. We, we both been watching football long enough where I'm just like, when is that ever a good sign? You hit, it's like the sign of the beast. No way. Two yeah. field goals each upright. It's like, all right, you guys are fucked. Lamar. He was making some great Mr. Furley type uh, I'm dating myself now. Some comedy faces too. Tucker on those misses too. <laughs> that, that I was love really the good. Mr. Furley joke. That's really solid. good. Um, <laughs> The Bills, Allen, who was spectacular last week, and mm-hmm. then in this game, couldn't hit any deep throws. They had all these cool plays. Each time he missed the guy, yep. they, it felt like they could have had 20 more points than they ended up. Weird weather. There was some wind. Um, but the Ravens couldn't move the ball. And at some point, it became a Lamar referendum. Ugh. He was terrible. He So House texted this, 30.1 <laughs> points during the regular season, 13.0 in the playoffs. The pick six was abominable. and the game was over when it happened. He threw in triple coverage. Yeah. Um, he got concussed after that on the snap. We saw two of the worst snaps in the history of the playoffs back to back weeks, but that snap intentional grounding gets concussed, gets out of the game. And in some ways, like I think if he had stayed in, it might've even gotten worse because they would have been on like the one yard line. Um, so now I, if I'm a Ravens fan, I just don't know how I feel going forward because they, these these playoff things, it's not even like James Harden level because at least James Harden like did well in a couple of playoff games. Right. This is just like a two-year disaster. I don't know what to think. I mean, you read those numbers off versus playoff teams versus non-play. I mean, they, they need the Bengals, teams like the Bengals to make the playoffs. That's the only way to do it. But this game was so messed up, right? I it mean, was. think about like 
The Bills, imagine not covering on a teaser. You're having the Ravens plus nine, nine and a half, eight and a half, whatever, right in there. The Bills had 230 total yards. They had 32 rushing yards. The Ravens inside the 30 five times. They scored three. They scored three points and gave up seven. They're inside the 35 times. They allowed seven and scored three. And all those missed field goals, which everyone wanted to blame Al Michaels. People were actually blaming Al Michaels. Like, all right, will you calm down? What are you doing here? Al Michaels is 80. Leave him alone. Yeah. (laughs) He's not blowing it for Tucker here by mentioning it or mentioning that the Bills went wide right. That's no effect on the uh, game. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, that 101-yard pick six, it's it's like three pick sixes. It's such a killer. There's no no coming back from that. And that was a recurring theme with him in the red zone. You know, yep. that that uh what was the game when they played Tennessee in the regular season? They if they scored it was like first and goal from the nine. It's like what, seven, eight weeks ago. Just scored touchdown, game's over, couldn't do it. I don't think he's accurate enough. Now we saw Allen and a lot of people have talked about this this year. Allen wasn't accurate enough last year and made unbelievable strides. And now is I think accurate. He wasn't accurate yesterday in the deep balls, but for the most part accurate. Mm-hmm. I don't think Lamar's accurate enough. And I, if you're rooting against him or you're betting against him, you're rooting for him to go back into the pocket and try to throw the ball more than 10 to 12 yards. Cause you don't feel like he's going to complete it. It's so hard, right? Cause he's a phenomenal fantasy player back to back thousand yard years rushing uh, MVP last year. So how are we going to kill him and say, this is not the answer, but you do watch him and he does look like, and we were talking about this. He's a minor, minor knee injury away from being like RG three with not as good an arm, you know, like, right. what if he decides to not run it? He's like, you know what? I don't want to, uh, uh, this happens to all the quarterbacks can happen to Josh Allen. All of them. They're going to be like, I, I just don't want to run it as much. Uh, it probably will happen to Mahomes very soon. Um, if not the very next game, like but, seven hours ago. Yeah. Like a few hours ago. But that um, that was such a strange game. I don't want to take anything away from Buffalo, but um, bizarre, well, bizarre game. I, I think because I I I labeled it the game I want to see the most. I'm like, this is gonna be a 10-6 final, and it wasn't uh, too far off. Buffalo's defense was terrific. One of my sure. big cases for picking them this week was I watched them a lot this year. I just thought they had a bad week last week. I thought the Colts surprised them. You and I were talking on the phone yesterday about it. Yeah, and I was just like, I, I just think Rivers played really well, and the Colts played really well. And the, and the bills had to dig deep and they had like a 96 yard drive and 84 mm-hmm. yard drive. And the Colts like really, really made them work for it. Um, I thought it was a little bit of an aberration. The Ravens, I just don't think they're explosive enough offensively. And, and the Lamar thing's weird because I think he's considered one of the signature quarterbacks, but I think of all the signature quarterbacks, he's kind of the one least likely to win four straight playoff games in January and February. I, I don't see it. Interesting. It's, unless he can defense, fix the accuracy. Figure it out. Yeah. Cause yeah. Allen, we would have said that last year about Allen hey, when they blew the 16 point lead. It's like, that guy's not accurate. You're not winning a super bowl with that guy. And he fixed it. Well, there's, so, there are lesser quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield, one of them that you'd be more confident in scoring 40 points in a given playoff game. Right? Like you're just not, you're not there with Lamar yet. Can we do Collinsworth impersonations of how excited he was about the Bills Mafia? Go ahead. Al, <laughs> I, I, I know there's only 8,000 people here, but I, I, I swear it feels like 80,000 now. I, I really <laughs> does. feels like 80,000 here. It, they were pumping in fake noise, though. That's why it sounded loud, because you had yeah, the 8,000 yeah. real people, but then you also were allowed to do the fake noise, I think. Yeah, they're supposed to keep it at a decibel that's not overwhelming. Yeah, that's they, they don't want the league to tamper with that. But yeah, you're right. They were um, 
It was good to see fans all over the place, though. I have to say, I'm glad. I'm glad that wasn't nobody in a lot of these stadiums. But now well, we got two outdoor games. Well, I think, I think it really hurt the Saints today. You did, yeah. especially with how kind of sloppy the Bucks were. If you had mm-hmm. put in the eighty thousand screaming people, that could have tilted them. And right. uh, and then the Chiefs. I think that was another one. I, I, Baker Mayfield just shouldn't be that comfortable in Arrowhead with two receivers. Yeah, you're probably you know? right. Would have been different. I thought for the Bills, the encouraging thing was the defense was just way better this week. And that was that was what I was saying about watching them all year. I just felt like their defense was better than they looked last week. Rivers hit a lot of good throws, you know, mm-hmm. and, and made them look worse, but they were solid. So we got Super Bowl odds, Packers plus 210, Chiefs plus 210, Bills plus 330, Bucks plus 430. I can't remember more bunched together when we get yeah, to the right. final four, right? Well, you're going to see the, the, the lines themselves are um, pretty short. So that's why it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But usually there's like an eight to one or a, right. something like that. Not this year. So I have um, a 27 to one Bills Bucks bet that I made after week 16. Oh, wow. That I am now in full hedge territory. As we've covered many, many times in this podcast, neither of us have ever hedged a bet correctly in our lives, except for no. one time I texted you. I found an excerpt in my column of a bet we hedged correctly in like 2009 or you 2010. Did? Remember? You sure you didn't make it up? Yeah. Oh, no, that's I texted right. you. you. It was like, look at this. We did this correctly. It was the right. one time it's ever happened. It was a basket. <laughs> oh, it was the, uh, it was Mavs heat 2011. All we right. bet on the Mavs to win the finals mm-hmm. and we were going to hedge on the heat in game six. And we decided not to, we rode the Mavs and we actually won. Yeah. So we, but we, so we still have a good 11, 12 years before we do it right again. Right. You're not going to maybe once every 10 years it happens. <laughs> so we're, we're like two and 400 in that scenario. So I, you know, I could just, I guess I could hedge it by just betting the Packers and the Chiefs straight up. Mm-hmm. Although that wouldn't work. Cause if one of them won and the other didn't, I, I don't know what to do. I have no idea how to hedge this. Well, I think how about a money line parlay with the favorites? And then if, if, and when the Packers win, you could figure it out from there. Uh, well, how about know. this? Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. I one, just right. Maybe I have the right teams. Let it ride. Yeah. Mahomes coming off an injury with some sort of hobbled foot and everything right. going on there. And then, you know, well, let's, and let's figure Lambo. this out. All right. So right now that parlay you have is plus five fifty one. What do you have it at? Twenty seven to one. Oh, that's better. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, that's those, those are better. <laughs> that's five. You know what? Zero. We'll we'll yeah. guess the lines. Okay. And then we'll figure out what the hedge potential is. We'll take one more break. We're going to play Guess the Lines. This episode is brought to you by Honda. Honda is committed to achieving carbon neutrality by 2050. And the Prologue EV is their latest innovation in that journey. The Prologue is all the great things you expect from Honda in an EV. As an SUV, the Prologue comes with class-leading passenger space with intuitive features and clean, thoughtful design. The Prologue is more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra. Not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game. 
right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at McLobelcher.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. Okay, guess the lines. Is First of all, is now it's uh, 8.05 West Coast time. Is there a Chiefs line? There is a Chiefs line. Okay. Surprised to hear that. I can, I mean, I might as well tell you that what it reflects what, uh, with regard to his um, I figured. play. He's, he's, they, they think he's going to play. Can I ask you what the first, I've really tried to avoid this as much as possible. I'm yeah. guessing they went Chiefs Bills first and then they're going Packers Bucks. If they had their choice, they would do that, but I, they alternate. So NFC was late last year. So now they just, uh, NFC's early. Tampa Bay, Green Bay's early. It's uh, 3.05 Eastern. Oh, wow. So let's do that one first. Packers yeah. Bucks. Mm-hmm. It's in Green Bay. So I was torn between pack minus three and pack minus two and a half. Oh, and really? I, and I kept coming back to this Saints game and how mm-hmm. the line was three all week. And then it dropped down to, to Saints two and a half. I think the Packers are slightly better than the Saints. So I'm going to go Packers by three. I think this is a field goal line. Packers by three over Tampa. You're going to get mad, but I hit this exactly. My thinking was it can only be three, three and a half, four or four and a half. And Mm. I thought four and a half was too high. I thought three and a half was uh, better, uh, more likely because they're the better team and they're home. What does home mean anymore? I don't know. I went three and a half and it is three and a half. Mm. So I just missed it. I saw a- I saw Aaron Andrews, our friend, mm-hmm. interviewed Brady after the game and asked him about, is it true your blood has thinned a little bit since you've been in the South? And he's like laughing like, yeah, it, it is. It's weird because cold weather Brady was amazing. Like he loved cold weather. He was great right. at cold weather, but now he's been in Florida for the last few months. So well, you know, it's where you talk about when they move this game. Is this going to be the night game or the day game? Like it really... It's, it would have been unfair if they did have the choice to put the Packers later. It's like, that's an extra four or five degrees if you're bumping it three hours. And by the way, if Breeze had won, we would have seen so many stats all week about how terrible he is in cold weather. And he's, he's pretty bad, especially against the spread. So it's, I'm glad Especially we're this, this version of, of Breeze. Yeah. I believe this line will be three by Sunday. You do? I hmm. do. I do. I think, I think the Bucks are a public team, even more so than the Packers. Mm. You could see it in the line. I, I, the, the line almost got to two today. Yeah, I get. I mean, Tom Brady is a playoff, is a playoff better's dream. He really is. They, they load up on him. Whether they do it early in the week or later in the week, I'm not sure. Warren Sharp did this whole thing on Ringer NFL show on Friday with House about when teams play for a third time, when the mm. first two times one team beat the crap out of the other team. Right. And the numbers were pretty good. Like it was like the third time they're thirteen and four. House and I were talking about it. In a normal year, I would have been really scared to take the Bucks, But I think this goes back to like, I think you throw all the historical shit out this year. This is such a weird year with the COVID and the barely any fans. Like even Brady going to Lambeau, he's not really going to Lambeau. It's not going to be 80,000 people. It's going to be what, 15? Yeah. 12? Right. I, I get it. But the Packers were what, 7-1 and one at home? Like all these good teams were almost unstoppable at home. They didn't, they didn't lose much on the road either. Um, yeah, it's, it's tough with Tampa. I'm not, I'm I'm not sure what you did. So you would go take them at three, huh? 
I don't know what I'm doing yet. I, I think the line will you end up You have to bet him. You have oh, to I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely bet. I'll probably bet on Brady bet just so I can root root for him while yeah. also having my feelings hurt the whole time. Right. There you go. You know, my dad and I were talking about it yesterday. We we just think the the Bucks are a way better team. They have way more weapons. I can't fault them. Like right. watching that terrible Patriots team this year, Brady clearly saw it last year. He's like, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, Why did but you know we say this is a messed up year, but Tampa Bay Lightning, I believe, were the like the top seed, the Dodgers were the best, you know, odds on favorite for baseball. Lakers. Lakers were supposed to win the title. So maybe it makes sense that both one seeds meet up. True or false? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers 0-3 in his last three conference title games. Uh, I'd be dumb to say false. Is that true? That's true. Against Seattle. Wait, who they lost the, the Seattle Rams? game in 14. No, they yeah. lost to the Atlanta Falcons, forty-four oh, right. to twenty-one, in mm-hmm. Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Was that in Green Bay? No, this is the first. No, time that was in Atlanta. Hosted. Yeah, that was Atlanta. And then they uh, they lost the one to San Francisco last San year. San Francisco, that's right. They got killed in by San them. Francisco. Yeah. But um, this time around, they are home. Yeah, Rogers. This is as far as he's. This is. I don't think he's been the favorite in this round. Probably. You know, since you were working for Jimmy Kimmel Live and our kids were like three years old. It's been a long time. It's been, uh, I'm so pumped for this. I'm glad they didn't screw it up. I'm like, Browns get out of the way and uh, and Rams get out of the way and we're going to have a nice final four here. And it's, Did you know Matt LaFleur and Sean McVay were friends? I guess I, I didn't know the they extent knew of each it. other like with, with Washington. Yeah. I mean, I guess they coached together on Washington, but <laughs> they, <laughs> love, they, 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 can't bring it they up. love Schrager did a whole <laughs> thing on the pod with me on Thursday about it, but yeah. it, it's, it's like catnip for the TV shows. If Gotta do it. two coaches knew each other and they can show the team photo from when they yeah. were assistants together Absolutely. and then they can get an interview, but then they can bring the other guy into the interview. Like they fucking love it. Yeah. Let's do six degrees of anybody. Like, oh, Lazard and uh, and <laughs> right. they and, knew and, each other. And, oh, and Cam Akers were uh, we're at a movie theater together. Carissa Thompson interviewing both. <laughs> I watched a lot of the pregame shows. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday. I don't get the interviews. I don't know who the audience is for those. Who is it? Let's figure this out right now. Who is the audience? It's not you and me. My wife's I- not watching. It's not our children. I don't think it's people in college, but who's like, oh, cool. They got Honey Badger. I know. He's, he's on Skype. They're going to ask him questions. <laughs> like, who is this for? And if you're going to ask some questions, like, why not play like a game show? Like, do like the Kyle Brandt 10 questions. Like, do yeah, some right. sort of format. Was it, man, you must be jazzed to be in another round two of the playoffs, huh? Like, like those it. are the questions. I, I don't get it. I don't understand who that's for. I think we get in trouble because we're friends with these people. But I'm, I think it breaks up everything but i look I, i'm with you i want to know who am i who am i gambling on who am i putting in my fantasy lineup and that's it i'm sorry <laughs> i, I would I'm much doing. rather have 15 minutes of somebody with a toupee who's yeah. just like there's a lot of action on the rams right now a lot right. of action i don't understand <laughs> it the lines moved i just talked to my dude in Bally's. like that's all right. i want just give yeah. me like seedier people not not like awesome skype things not gonna i feel bad it. for our friends though because they have to have these like gregarious interviews, but it's like, I don't what revelations come out of them. No. It's like, uh, coach Cowher is going to talk to Kevin Stefanski. Oh, coach, mm-hmm. you must be proud of your guys. Right. It's like, what? like why? 
Anyway. If Jimmy Johnson is interviewing Jerry Jones, it's different, right? I think Bradshaw sat with Ben Roethlisberger earlier in the year, and they didn't have a great relationship uh, over the years, and they patched it up, and that was uh, something. But yeah, I uh, you're not gonna. They do it now. Me. NBA has now borrowed the motto, and they did the same thing with the NBA. Like LeBron, it must have been so sweet to get that title in the bubble. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was, it was, it was really sweet. But you mm -hmm. know, you just want to get another one. <laughs> they go and it's like five minutes. It's like nothing's happening. I'm learning nothing. I'm getting dumber in the moment. Uh, all right, next game. Chiefs Bills. I can't believe this is the late game. You really threw me off with that. I, I couldn't believe it either, but it is on a rotating thing. Has to be. Um, I'm going to stay with this. I have Chiefs by three and a half. All right. That's what I had. I figured it's three and a half either way, right? If it's Henny, it's three and a half for the Bills. If it's uh, well, it's not going to be Henny. Mahomes will play. No, I know, but I'm saying it's a. I, I think it was a seven point. I thought Mahomes was worth seven, right? So Bills. Oh, interesting. By, Bills favored by three and a half, or Chiefs favored by three and a half. That's that's where I land. I think on. Bills would be four and a half, to be honest. You would. Oh, really? Yeah, Henny's so not good. He's not good at football. So eight point difference, you say? Um, we're both right at three and a half. Uh, well, because it's like minus three. So we tie there. Oh, so you win the week. Yeah. It's all you right. made me feel you comfortable on text when Henny was in and I looked up his number and I freaked out five for 22. And you were like, he's still got a lot of weapons. That's it. I was like two big plays. Just make two plays. He's got Tyreek. He's got Kelsey. Four. Yeah. Hardman's kind of fast. Oh, believe me. I broke everything in my office after he threw that pick, but I wasn't going to, wasn't going to give it up on text. <laughs> Um, what are the storylines? You like doing storylines, right? Best Super Bowl storylines? Yeah, let's do let's do most fun Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. So here are here are the scenarios. I mean, we we should probably power rank these, right? Mm -hmm. It's only I think, four. Yeah. See, it's tough because how do you value the Chiefs are the league's marquee team because of Mahomes, mm -hmm. but the Bills would be the marquee story if they got in there and they were one away with the, with their fucking history. And True. I think that's the sexiest of the four. So I would say, I think Bill's Tampa is the, is the best Super Bowl. I think it's the sexiest Super Bowl. Really? I do. Bill's Tampa. Yeah. Bill's Tampa. Bra Brady going for number seven. Everyone gets to pile on Belichick for two weeks, have Belichick versus Brady. All those conversations. Can Brady do it? Bruce Arians is a character. All, all this stuff. And then the bill side, they've never been here. Oh my God. This would be one of the most amazing, these fans, they've been suffering. Mm. Um, you could do your whole thing about that young man, Josh Allen. Yeah. I don't know what's going through that young man's mind right now, but he has got to be, yeah, I don't know. Well, and then you got that, you know, all right. Buffalo has been destroyed by Brady for two decades. So you have the AFC East baggage. You have, yeah. Oh my God, the port, the bills, they finally get Brady out of their division. And now right. all of a sudden they got to go through him again for the super bowl. I think that's oh, the man. biggest super bowl. That's bills. The bills have to be the team from the, from an interest standpoint. Oh, man, I don't we just know. saw, we've seen the chiefs for years. I'd like to find out. I don't know if there's chiefs fatigue just yet. I think NBC, if you ask NBC executives, wouldn't they want green Bay, Kansas city? You think they want Brady back? I guess Brady. Well, oh, now, I, you got I, me, now you got me 100 Brady. Green Bay, Kansas City is Super Bowl one. You got the number one MVP against the number two MVP in, in voting wise. Well, for the league, the best scenario is the Bills making it because then they can create. Then Allen could become a superstar potentially. Right. He's not there yet. He doesn't have the name value Mahomes has, but mm -hmm. 
if if the Bills win the Super Bowl, Allen's in the State Farm commercials next year and he's, you know, doing Heineken and I, whatever. He's I guess. Six. Was, was Jimmy G? I mean, he didn't win the Super Bowl, but I didn't feel like he was going to get that boost if they had held Allen's, on to the Come on, Allen's way better than Jimmy no, G, I know. though. I know he is now. But even Green Bay Buffalo, you got small town. You can make a case those are the best fans, right? I get you want True. Brady in there, though. You need Brady in there. Wow, I hadn't thought of it this way. I thought for sure it was just Green Bay, Kansas City. Don't even oh, I think, think about it. I think Brady winning a Super Bowl, not on the Patriots and going for his seventh Super Bowl versus the Bills trying to win a Super Bowl. How is there yeah. a bigger storyline than that? If Casey right. wins again, they won last year. If, if Rodgers wins again, he won 10 years ago. But, you know. So Tampa Bay, Buffalo is better than Tampa Bay, Kansas City? Yeah, I for me it is. Oh, for you. Okay. I probably Mahomes Brady it might be the one that reaches the most people, mm -hmm. but I, I don't know. Maybe I value the bills thing more than you. Yeah. How many, maybe there, there's three teams left, the bills, the Browns and the Vikings that if they're in the super bowl, it's more meaningful because of their history. Those are the three. And I yeah, guess. you, you yeah, might you're be able being, to throw the Seahawks in there. Oh no, the Seahawks won already. My you're bad. being more sentimental than I am. I just want to see, I just want to see Rodgers and Mahomes, but I get but like I said, we're good. As long as the Browns. So what's Rams the worst lost. Super Bowl? Well, there's no bad one, but um, but I had your best as my worst. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I I value the Bills thing more. So you think Rogers Mahomes, the State Farm Super Bowl is just that's the most fun one? Yeah, I think so. Could do mm -hmm. a lot with the history of Super Bowl one. Like I said, yeah, I mean you're not gonna do better than the the top two, but they traded off who's first MVP voter uh, vote wise all year long. What coach used to know Andy Reid in some way where we can get the photo of them <laughs> on a coaching staff twenty years ago? Uh, Eric, Bien Matt LaFleur, <laughs> Matt LaFleur, he, he met Andy Reid at an Amtrak station once. And here's a photo of that. Let's I would go be like, uh, Eric Bianami, you're inexplicably going to uh, be left without a, a head coaching job for the uh, seventh straight year. What do you have to say? That's what I would ask. <laughs> yeah. Eric Bianami, you just called the Chad Henney to Tyreek Hill. I'm assuming he called that play. That was like the play of the year. That should have yeah, right. gotten him a job. Yep. Instead, he's going to get this stupid Houston job. Oh yeah. If he if bad. he has anything, the Schefter tweeted today that was the worst coaching vacancy in a long time or whatever he said. Houston is the most yeah. undesirable coaching vacancy because of all their dysfunction. For sure. They have this for dude sure. who was the team chaplain for the Patriots who now runs their whole team. Yeah, and they hired like a PR firm and gave him hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to, and didn't take their advice at all as to who should the, the, which uh, which chapel guy they should hire. You know, we should talk about Deshaun quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it seems like it's Jets or Dolphins. It seems like he's getting traded. They, all the signs are there. Like this, this will be a trade now. And yeah. uh, the Jets have the second pick, and then some other stuff. And then the Dolphins have the Tua, the fourth pick, the seventeenth pick, some other stuff. Um, it's probably better for him if he goes to the Dolphins because they have a good team already. If you go to the Jets, it's like. All right, you're on the Jets and they just okay. traded all this stuff for you. But if you're the Texans and you get the second pick, like you you like Fields, right? Your Fields Yeah, guy. sure. I like him. Yep. Do you like him more than Tua? Uh I I gotta tell you, I'm uh Tua there's a chance Tua was very good, but not great. I mean, you look at that Alabama offense the last few years, 
it's unbelievable the receivers they've produced, you know, between the rugs and Cooper and uh, Devontae uh, Smith. You know, like it, it's phenomenal what they've done. And it might, I don't want to say it's a system offense, but we may have given to a little bit of a break here. Plus he's, he's playing like he's not like he's playing off the injury too. So um, yeah, that's the move right there. So that's how I feel too, because the mm -hmm. Dolphins, if they said two of four, 17 next year's first, give us the mm -hmm. Sean, but I could get the number two pick and I could take fields and then maybe I get one more first from you. That's a pretty good reboot. Sure. If you're the Texans with the guy who's you've, you've basically burned every possible bridge with him and he doesn't want to be there anymore. And by the way, um, he shouldn't want to be there anymore. This is, no way. you know, this to me is the complete opposite of the James Harden situation. They, they did nothing but do wrong by this guy. Mm -hmm. And the, the clip of JJ Watt and him walking off the field and JJ Watt, like, Apologize. Man, I'm sorry. Like yeah. him apologizing, like, man, you should never, you should be 11 and five every year, whatever he said. Like, that's mm -hmm. how I feel about Deshaun. So, um, well, him well, on the Dolphins will be fun. Why not the Bears? You already passed on him, right? In the draft. What about all these teams that passed on him in the draft that still need a quarterback? Is it, um, is it, is that much egg on your face if you have to trade assets to get him? I know, like, oh, we could have had him in the draft, but don't make the same mistake twice, right? Well, but I think from an asset standpoint, they can't the, give up as much. No, just the first, the one of the first two picks in this draft, because you get a quarterback right away. Right. Or that two of four and 17 yeah, package. Those are just going to beat anybody else's package. Like I have Patriot fans in my life who are like, all right, 15, second round, third round, fourth round. Yeah. Uh, Damien Harris. Then next year's first. Mm -hmm. And you know, Hench and I were like, well, Belichick whiffs on two thirds of these first round picks. Anyway, we might as well trade them off for Deshaun. We get a quarterback again, but, yeah. um, I just, but if I'm Houston, I'm like, well, we're not going to be good this year anyway. Even if we do take these high picks, like maybe we get like four ones from Chicago. Um, I don't know, but, but then you if still you're don't have Watson, the quarterback though. Bad. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Cause if you're Houston, you still have to bring the guy over and be like, all right, Mitch, Mitch I know you love Deshaun. I know you bought his Jersey, but Here's Fields. You're going to love right. him. He's going to be yeah. really good. He's our new yeah. guy. You got to get everyone excited for somebody. Yeah. I or it. Tua, who, mm -hmm. you know, you just have to tell your fans not to watch his last five games on the Dolphins. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, uh, watch that Cardinals game. Your uh, your team has no chance at Deshaun, right? It would seem like the most Jerry move ever to, to jump in. That would be fun, but I'd be shocked if Dak wasn't there, or especially with the Kellen Moore stuff going on. I, I think he's coming back. Yeah, your the first CD, your first, next year's first, three firsts, no? Nah. They nah. won't do it. We don't even have a GM that could comprehend what the hell that means. It's do you fine. really not have a GM? Not really, no. <laughs> Why would we have a GM? <laughs> oh, we forgot. Before we go to Parent Corner, we forgot to figure out how I hedge this. How do I hedge my my? Bucks? All right, so if one of them wins, you're done, right? So if the we're starting off with the Packers Bucks. So if the Packers win, that that thing's done. So the, the Packers are minus two hundred five. So you could put like a grand to win five hundred. Yeah. So so Chiefs Packers money line is plus one forty four. Right. Yep. Right. So if I just bet that for half of what I would win with my bet. Mm -hmm. the Packers lose my bet's still alive. And then it, it moves over to the chiefs game. And I then if both those lose, I win my bet. Isn't that how I have to do it? Yeah. You have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Because, uh, 
that's it's staring you right in the face there with two favorites winning. Right? Yeah, you have both underdogs. Oh, wait. So how I would get screwed is the Packers screw my parlay and then right. the Bills the Bills win and I lose the I lose both. That's how I get screwed. Right. Right. Chief, if Chiefs Bucks win. Can you discuss uh, this with the trifecta on, uh, all right, on against all odds? Can you I break will. this down? Can we'll I come on? Can I yes. invite myself on? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get it going. But I think you just have to take the three combinations that that get you money back, right? There's some way to do this. We're, we're right. just not smart enough. You think Harry's I'm, smart enough to figure this out? I want to come, come on. on against all odds. I want to talk about LeBron for MVP, and I want I want Harry to figure out how to hedge this okay. bet. All right, That'd be two things. All right, now it's time for Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax. Don't just buy your next car. Love your next car with CarMax. Love your car guarantee. Our friends at CarMax know that buying a car is a big deal. And with their new Love Your Car Guarantee, you can take your time to make sure it's the right car for you. Or maybe maybe for my family with my daughter, if she ever passes her driver's test, start it with a 24-hour test drive, drive it to work, to school, and to the grocery store before you buy. And if it feels right, you've got a full month and 1,500 miles to keep on driving with their new 30-day money-back guarantee. It's the new Love Your Car guarantee from CarMax. Learn more today at CarMax.com. All right, I have an awesome pair of corner this week, but you go first. You do? Mine's not that great. It's just a, a continuation of last week. Remember I bragged to you about how I was going to get Atari? I saw it online for $54. Yeah. Um, and it had all the games. I was like, this is great. I don't even know what to expect here. So we get it. It comes in a box, like a little bigger than a shoe box. Um, it's got the console and it's got the two joysticks. Remember, it's one red button and then just uh, that little stick. And there yep. are two of those. And then you just stick an HDMI into there and you have all the Atari games. I was like, this is the best. And I have uh, my oldest down there. And I was like, look, this is Space Invaders. And it is... I don't even know how to explain it. It's so shitty. It's so <laughs> damn shitty. Spade and bump, 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 bump. And it's slow and the music is slow and the graphics are awful. And then we do asteroids and that's boring as hell. And the kids are like, and my oldest is like, all right, dad, that, that's fine. I'm like, no, no, let's do this. This is great. And so then Archie leaves and I get the youngest one in there. I'm like, all right, I got a seven-year-old. He's going to love this. It's a visual. It's great. We put this game adventure. I don't know if you remember adventure. There's like a unicorn hopping up and down. It's terrible. And then there's, they have the bat, the sports games. He's like, well, let's play basketball. And then the basketball was like a little like line and that jumps up and down and something that looks <laughs> like a hoop. Like the people who wrote these games are like, oh, we got it. Let's go. We're ready to print. Like they ought to be ashamed of themselves. And then I'm like getting mad. Like I'm getting like, a, no, 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 you should love this. You love it. And I'm like, all right, my middle kid's going to be fine. He likes everything. He gave it the little, the least amount of time, my, my middle guy, Jack. And now I'm yelling at them. And I'm like, now I'm going the other way. I'm like, you guys ought to, you better appreciate what you have. Cause look at me, look what I had to deal with. This was it. This is all we had to play with. So they're like, yeah, you've lost your mind, old man. <laughs> we'll teach us. We'll show you some real video games. Just let the Atari thing go. I don't know what the answer is. Like, what would you even, I'm trying to think what would pique their interest even for a minute. I think you have to start with Sega, right? I think you have to do Sega Genesis too, mm -hmm. like the 93, 94 range with the hockey game, Hockey's the golf good. game. Right. Um, that whatever Madden, like 95, when you could intentionally injure the guys, <laughs> knock the guys yeah. out of the game. That was amazing. That was fun. Summer all was like, uh-oh, there's a man down. Yeah, 
right, those right. were that great. Those games, I think 92, it kicks in. They, anything they before do it with that, swingers, right? On swingers, they play hockey. Like, oh, I'm going to make his head bleed. That was yeah. fun. But anything before that, oh my God, Simon, you wouldn't go crazy. Combat, Missile Command, it's all such garbage. I couldn't even get my wife, who was familiar with the game. She's like, no, I don't even want to see it. It's dumb. But anyway. Tecmo Bowl. Yes. I, I haven't played that one in a while. I don't know. That would be the cutoff line for me. I don't know if that one's still fun or not. We got to try that out. Bo Jackson. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I, more importantly, probably made you feel super old. Oh, for sure. Way too old. It's like, like just an I... ego blow. I mean, yes. these games we've been playing. I Gus and I were talking about it. I've been playing video games for almost 40 years now. I think I got in television in 1981. Yeah, you're right. I have a 40-year... That's what it was. Up. Well, if anyone wants Atari, I'll ship it to you for free. I can't even look at it anymore. So my parent corner, my son, who's been on this a million times, mm -hmm. my son's new thing is how he wants, he wants to be on the podcast or have a podcast. Okay. <laughs> and it's because Zoe's been on some, but Zoe's actually good. Like she's like genuinely talented at it and can mm -hmm. hang with adults and she's good at it and has things to say. And with her, it's like, you're, you're 13 so the, the move I've made has been, you have to change how you behave and talk in the house. Hmm. And at some point in life, when, when we're not listening, you swear at your friends when you're playing video games with them and you're storming off and all the stuff you do is like a temperamental 13 year old boy, when you're more mature and you can carry conversations, hmm. we'll revisit it. By the way, he's not coming on the podcast. <laughs> um, so he, he was really mad. He's like, everybody's against me. You guys like Zoe more. We went through this whole thing, which hasn't really happened that often where it's like, you like Zoe more, mm -hmm. even, even people, even my friends say, and she comes on your podcast, but you wouldn't have me. And I'm like, that's not a sign of my love. Like that Zoe came right. on to talk about teen culture. It doesn't mean I like her more than you. Well, no, he's, then why can't I come on? He's logging more minutes. He's not coming on, but he's logging more minutes of stories about him or way well, more that's than what, So that, yeah. that was his case. He's like, I parent corner. I'm in most of them. And Zoe's not in any of them. And, and yet I... And it's just like, you're insane. So we were having this whole week with him where he was just basically the world's against me. Mm -hmm. um, Friday night, Murph the puppy takes a shit in Zoe's room. Good. Stinks. Zoe lights all these candles to get rid of the smell. <laughs> Zoe has a music lesson and goes downstairs and forgets that one of the candles is going. Oh no. Ben walks by her room and notices there's a ball of fire starting to go up her wall, freaks out, goes, grabs water and puts out this fire. And it was like, we were looking at it. It was like one more minute and our house might've been on fire. Wow. Like literally our house would have been on fire. Wait, did the and, candle fall or what? what no, the, the candle just burned to the bottom uh -huh. and for somehow the flame went up and it caught something on the side and all of a sudden huh. on the side, this curtain on the side of the wall caught on fire and, and we were off and mm. Ben's whole. And so Ben saves the day and then could not have, <laughs> could not have been prouder of himself. It's like, he was oh, he was yeah. humble. why don't you tell that story in parent corner, how Zoe <laughs> almost burned the house down and then I saved the day. Why don't you put that story in parent corner? There you go. It's and, on. uh, and was all proud of himself. And we, now we call Zoe the arsonist and, <laughs> and, uh, and Ben's the hero of the house. That's great. But That's then he's really like, good. I want to come on Parent Corner and tell the story about, and I'm, no, you're not, you're not coming on. I'll, I'll actually tell the story for you. Why won't he go have him on? It's his big moment. No, screw him. <laughs> so Zoe, uh, so Zoe almost burned the house down. The wow. apple of my eye, the good kid. 
<laughs> good kids. Be careful. Just be careful. Everything would have been gone. Oh, the nice wow. kid. So, uh, yeah. So Ben saved the day. Well, I am going to reward young Ben. You don't have to, but I'm going to reward him with a nice new uh, Atari. Uh, not even 5200, just a regular Atari. I'm going to drive it over. <laughs> That's true. Maybe I should get him an Atari. <laughs> yeah, get him an to, Atari. To help him out. Um, <laughs> all right. That was Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax. Don't just buy your next car. Love your next car with CarMax. Love your car guarantee. Check them out today at CarMax.com. Before we go, big news. Kyle moved. Yeah. He did. Uh, Kyle has an apartment. Look, he's got like a little office now. It looks That's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's got he's got he's got digs. There's air conditioning. Central air. He's near a 7-Eleven. Really? Right. You're yeah, very there's shit going down with Kyle. It's 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 big. I'm re we're really proud of him. Him and Ben. Very proud week for the uh Simmons family. Uh, the big question is how many rabbits followed you? Did you take oh. all the rabbits? Yeah. All of them. <laughs> Took all the rabbits. You couldn't even get rid of the rabbits after we did the parent quarter story. Uh, it's not about. They don't listen to the podcast, Bill. Yeah, they don't. They don't. It's, it's more complicated than. I uh, thought people would want to adopt the rabbits after that. Oh, I see. They do. They do. But that's. You're too enough. close to them now. I see this all the time. People complain about their pets and they hate them. They hate them. And then when it push comes to shove, they can't separate themselves. No. Kyle's living. Kyle's living with his girlfriend, Sal. There's no going back now. I guess not. Once once you're paying rent together, it's tough. It's tough. How much more is this rent than the last place? It's like a hundred bucks more. Really? And my rent was gonna inevitably go up, so it just made sense. It's shiny and new, and there's a balcony, so it looks good. Yeah, so balcony. There's a Seven Eleven. There's a pizza place. It's just great. Things yeah. are looking up in 2021. New oh. president coming. <laughs> Hopefully we won't have a civil war this week. We got that would be nice. Four yeah. great poss three great possible super four great possible Super Bowl yeah. matchups. Uh, worst comes to worst, you toss the rabbits off the balcony. Yeah, you're in good shape here. <laughs> That's second true. Story. Second yeah, story. Right. You could say the rabbits crawled off the balcony and you didn't realize <laughs> what happened, and they just they just kind of fell. Well, she can hear all this from the other room. So uh, uh, <laughs> Put them in Zoe's room. They'll burn up. No <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put them in the arsonist room. <laughs> all right. Thanks for that update, Kyle. Sal, what do you got to plug? Uh, oh, you can't lose them all. My book comes out, like, out, out next week. Uh, it's still what? ordered for pre-order. I know. Wait. I was told that my publisher was like, hey, you got to push this thing. I'm like, all right. But it's not out till the 26th. Uh, tomorrow's what? The 18th? How? Anyway. Why don't I have a copy of this book yet? Oh, you, you don't? were waving a copy on Instagram. Why didn't they mail me one? They should have mailed you one. I have like uh, 20 here. I can give you one. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it. You can't lose them all. Amazon.com or Barnes and Noble. Get it. It's number one on addiction and recovery section. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean for that to happen. But somehow it's, it's, it's I don't know if it has any competition, but it's right now, number one in the addiction, but not recovery. <laughs> yeah, right. Also, like, you hired Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins is on a podcast. You hired a Celtic for your podcast. The network. I know. I was like, how can I get Bill mad? I'm a higher Celtic. Yeah. Kevin Perk. McHale's next. Perk and Gina Paradiso. They do the betting Academy on, uh, yeah. On the extra points podcast network. How Good dare times. you? How dare you hire a Boston <laughs> athlete? Not even tell me. I need find someone out. who knows about basketball and can talk about it. Why don't you hire a New York athlete? You got like everybody else. Former Knicks. Why do you have to hire a Celtic? Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's bullshit. Is John Starks around? I protest. Um, <laughs> That's it. All right, Sal. As always, a pleasure. Good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. All right, that's it for the pod. Don't forget about the Rewatchables First Blood coming on Monday with Brian Koppelman. 
And then uh, I got two more podcasts coming on this feed this week as well, including the good luck charm, Peter Schrager. Now, now he has to come back. Every time he comes on, we win money. So that'll be Thursday. I'll figure out what else is going on next week as well. Stay safe. For the love of God, stay safe over these next couple of days. And uh, hopefully I'll see you Tuesday night. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is brought to you by Honey Stinger. This is a show about sports and culture opinions, but right now I want to talk sports facts, the data, the stats. Honey Stinger, sports nutrition, trusted by more than 1,500 pro and college teams. That's right, 1,500. That's all 32 pro football teams. That's 39 pro basketball teams, 29 pro baseball teams, and more that prepare, perform, and recover with the delicious taste of Honey Stinger's energy waffles, chews, gels, and bars. Honey Stinger is the one team's trust. Use code Simmons for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. That is S-I-M-M-O-N-S for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client.